Welcome to Team Spirit, your sports analysis podcast, proudly brought to you by City Press. We used to call it the People's Paper, but now we used to call it the Soccer Bible. This is the first episode of what will be an interesting journey, but I'm not alone. I'll be with the 12 men, also known as Trumpies. Thank you, Team Spirit. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to a nice journey with you, and uh, as always, there's never a dull moment when we have spirit in the house. So in team spirit, everything and anything goes without fear or favor, as uh, we always do. We're going to tackle issues that are some are not easy to tackle. People won't be happy, people will be happy, or well, some will be happy, some won't be happy. But that's the name of the game, hence we call it team spirit. So for our first episode, we look back at what happened over the weekend. Uh, this going to the fifth round of the DSTV Premiership uh, matches. More especially Sunday's match, uh, who can forget, Gabuza. But apart from looking at that, uh, we're also going to dissect the issue of uh, the never-ending court cases that involves Cape Town City and uh, the Premier Soccer League. And also throw forward to... to Tonight, uh, tonight's matches uh, before we go to MTN8. But to kick us, uh, how has the season been so far? Well, I must say uh, quite an interesting and intriguing start, uh, especially if you look at the table who are the front runners. Um, perhaps it takes us back to that saying that uh, he who was last will be first. And this is the case with Team Sugazi at this stage, remember he was languishing right at the bottom of the log last season, fighting relegation. And it's amazing that, you know, after four rounds of matches, uh, TS Galaxy remains unbeaten. And they haven't even considered a goal. Can you believe it? Uh, so, uh, also looking at Richards Bay, how, it's, uh, how they started in their first season in top flight. Uh, quite interesting. But again, I think it, it's somehow reflect uh, what Mangobamniti said when he was asked, uh, I remember during the launch um, uh, prior to the start of this current season where when he was asked if are we in uh, uh, for another one-sided season and who could be Sundown's challengers and you know uh, as honest as he was he didn't even mention anything about Kaiser Chiefs or Orlando Pirates he, 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 he sort of uh, mentioned the so-called smaller teams uh, as threats, you know, to their defense of the title. And I think so far, uh, that's quite um, uh, what we see that has happened so far. And yeah, and I must say, uh, it's, it's exactly what the fans wants to see. I mean, we are tired of a one-sided competition where Sundowns have been dominating. And like I mentioned uh, with TS Galaxy earlier, they proved that Sundowns can be beaten, and they are the ones who handed Sundowns their first defeat of the season. Skukuni United as well, they held Sundowns to a one-all uh, draw. 
So another proof that, uh, you know, something can be done with sundowns. From what we have seen so far, it looks like uh, it won't be smooth sailing for sundowns like we've seen the past four or so seasons. Uh, but speaking of TS Galaxy, I saw on the market uh, they've gone big, uh, they've gone rogue, if I may put it that way, uh, the acquisition of Smiso uh, Kumalo. Uh, Villa Gazirada uh, and uh, Bennett Parker. What do you make of uh, these two uh, interesting signings? Well, I think uh, that's exactly what TX Galaxy lacked if perhaps you look back at last season. And considering that, uh, you know, the player market is no longer the same, where do you buy such experience? And But for, for TX Galaxy, getting Villa Gazirada and Parker on a free, I think is quite a good bargain considering uh, their experience. And I mean, uh, you've seen what Busiso Villagas has already brought to the side, you know, that uh, experience. And by the way, he was credited as the influential uh, character in TS Galaxy's uh, win over his former team, uh, Sundown. So I must say, uh, quite a balanced team now uh, with Busiso Villagas in the midfield. And of course, uh, we can't wait to see Bennett Parker firing. I'm sure pressure will no longer be the same as when he was at Chiefs, you know, with high expectations to help the team uh, break their barren spell. But the, yeah, the environment permits a TS Galaxy for him to reinvent himself. And I think when another matter, the boss of TS Galaxy, there was a DC ruling uh, on, on Monday night where it was found that Pirates had appealed the DC's decision to find them. Uh, the appeal has been dismissed. The parties have been ordered to pay, I think, about 100000 and also the cost of the sitting. What do you make of, of, of that case? Well, uh, I pointed out some time last season, you know, during the course of those hearings uh, and the outcomes thereof. Remember, there were a number of cases and uh, obviously the interest on this one where you have pirates involved. <laughs> By the way, pirates is the... Uh, is the is the chairman uh, is the, uh, is the club of the chairman of the league, and you know it raises a number of things. There, obviously, one thing that always pops up is conflict of interest, etc. But um, I think, uh, in in my view, pirates' uh, punishment is quite uh, lenient, especially you know where most of the time we see the outcomes with suspended sentences, and I think you know. This sort of should present the, the, the judiciary arm to really show their thanks, and especially where the so-called big club is involved, you know, to to set a good example that if you break the law, you will be punished harshly for that matter. But but still on on the issue of of DC cases, there was also another ruling which uh, involved Cape Town City, which were brought before the PSL DC over or not informing the league in time when they sought uh, or they sought the sponsorship of FNB. They were also uh, sanctioned with a monetary uh, fine. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of that because to me it still doesn't answer the question of whether uh, by being found guilty, you know, does it mean that they, they're going to lose the sponsor? Going forward, are we not going to see uh, the, the FNB logo on their shirt? or what exactly the punishment means. I don't know what you read of, of that. Well, absolutely, Spirit. You know, I think I'm uh, on the same boat as you asking myself. Um, yes, Cape Town City have been fined, 
for not uh, requesting permission uh, prior to them uh, signing that agreement deal with FNB. So it uh, it sort of uh, leaves uh, leaves some serious loopholes in this whole case because we still don't get that picture exactly. If the PSL are saying Cape Town City sponsor is in direct conflict with what the, uh, the PSL have at the moment, which is the NetBank uh, Cup competition. So, yeah, it's, um, it's sort of now still open-ended in a way that someone has to pronounce to say what happened next. Are we still going to see City turning out in their branded kit uh, 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 or not? But this matter, I don't think it was handled correctly from the onset because you had two parties involved and i mean we've had Renault with this uh, legal cases always you know uh, getting out of hand between uh, psl and their clubs i mean uh, which parent deny their kid an opportunity you know to blossom because that's how i see it uh, clubs are in need of sponsors and as the psl you you want to to dictate to them uh, what type of sponsorship to acquire for me, I think there's somewhere where uh, there's an imbalance when it comes to these commercial rights. Yes, the league has got, uh, I'm not sure if they've got the first refusal or the, the sponsors have got first refusal to what the clubs get. But like you rightly put, uh, clubs are struggling. They need to get money. Without money, I mean, they can't just rely on on the grant that they get from the league. They also need to go out and source their own sponsorship for their survival. But uh, I'm not sure. For me, what what really gets to me is, do we have a situation where clubs don't know the rules? They don't read the rules where it says they need to do one, two, three before they can get it. I mean, that's a big question that uh, I think needs to be answered by all the club bosses. But I think going forward, a lesson learned. Uh, hopefully, there will be workshops uh, with uh, the clubs where they'll be told what uh, or what not to do uh, when it comes to this uh, kind of, of commercial rights. Because also, I think, rightfully so, sponsors and, and the PSL need to protect themselves. You know, uh, we've had different takes from different experts, uh, commercial and marketing, who are trying to elaborate and enlighten us, but I'm still in the dark. I'm not sure if I'm in the dark, uh, how many of the clubs know what is at stake here. Well, talk um, uh, in the PSL is that um, that workshop uh, is actually going to happen because they do agree that there is that gap where no one knows exactly when you are in conflict with what the league have because remember this is not the first time it happened to swallows uh, with that telecom sponsorship you know just at the time when swallows were about to launch their sponsorship deal with telecom and then the psl refused on the grounds that is going to be uh, is going to conflict uh, with the um a broadcast sponsor that is uh, multi-choice uh, through dstv so yeah like you said uh, spirit i mean it's about time that the league also um get their house in order 
you know, teach their members and, you know, take them through this kind of workshops to say this is a new season and these are the, you know, because even some other companies are waiting on the wings. You'll never know, maybe there's another beer brand that wants to come into the league. And then you have Marumo Gallants, for instance, signing a, a, an agreement with a beer sponsorship. And then the next we are told that, you know, you can't because we already have Zamalek on board. Uh, I think uh, before we wrap it, let's look at uh, this, the case of Swallows now that we mentioned Swallows. They were also brought before the DC for delaying the start of the game. I mean, this is 2022, going to 2030. We still have such issues from professional clubs. Hey, Spirit, you take me back to the 90s. You know, it's <laughs> only back then where clubs, uh, somebody would have forgotten the players' cards or the team sheet, you know, that is handwritten lying somewhere, and it, it will delay the game. But, you know, I think Swallows, uh, they didn't really have a good start. I mean, uh, it's not only that. Remember, we asked ourselves, how come they will start the season with their coach who was there, who rescued them from relegation? Come the new season, I mean, the man doesn't even have a work permit. <laughs> no, come on, uh, the bits. You can fly better than that. Okay, so let's look at uh, tonight's matches. Uh, we see uh, Kabuza after that miss, which uh, flawed uh, Gavin Hunt. Uh, I pity him because he's still looking for his first win. Tomorrow they are away at Richards Bay. Uh, should he start or shouldn't he? You know, like they will always tell you, somehow the uh, coaches uh, can be psychologists. And I think at this uh, point in time, that's where uh, Gavin Hunt's madness should be packed on the side and he become uh, some sort of a psychologist, you know, give Gabuza that start, you know, not, not just to break his spirit, but to, to, to sort of um, say to him, I still believe in you. You can do better because uh, I mean, remember, uh, on a good day, uh, Gabuza will bury those chances away. So it's just that, unfortunately, you know, it happens to be he missed a chance that could have won them the game and you know, given them that relief, their first win of the season more than anything. I think uh, the, the the frustration was more about that because Supersport is still chasing for that first win. And mark my words, should he start against Richards Bay, then you will have uh, Gabuza on the scoreline. Two KZ derbies uh, tonight. We've got uh, Amazulu, who are top of the lock against the Golden uh, Golden Arrows, who are still struggling. And they also have Royal AM and Marisbeck United. Uh, quickly, where's your money on? My money is on Maduka, Marisbeck United, proving a point to Royal AM. So that's a win for Maduka, that side. And then we know the Gabadino uh, effect, the X factor is now in motion. I mean, uh, some sort of revival for him at Amazulu. So <laughs> remember, Golden Arrows are still chasing for that elusive win. They are one of the, uh, the teams that haven't won so far in four matches. So, yeah, I give it to Amazul and Gabadino over Golden Arrows. Okay, thanks. Uh, I think that was a good start. Don't forget other matches. We've got uh, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns who are hosting Stellenbosch and also we have Orlando Pirates hosting Marumo Carlans. Let's see what happens before, after this round, it's back to the MTN8. Wafa, Wafa.